Welcome to the Indie Comics section. Join us as we take you through the pages of some of the best stories and art that's available in the comic book industry. From trivia to book discussions and to interviews, this is Indie Comics. Welcome once again to another episode of Indie Comics. I'm your host, Tyler, a crusader for creator-owned work in comics. There are fine gems to be found at your local comic book shop, so let's go searching for them. Today is... Well, it doesn't really matter. Uh, who's with me today? Oh, well, this is Jeff here after it seems like a very long hiatus. Actually. I know. And we're in 2017. Woo! Oh, yeah. We're in the new year now. We survived. We survived 2016, buddy. I know. I know. But um, <laughs> so this episode was obviously supposed to go out last week or last last month. Sorry. And but you know how those holidays can be. <laughs> yeah, it, it was a little crazy. There was a little bit of miscommunication, but we finally we finally were able to get the uh, the issues and and uh, and read them. And of course, oh, yes. that's what we're going to be talking about today. Uh, before we go, but like, let, let's talk a little bit about what what did you do for the holidays? We haven't really heard from you much lately. Oh, it, it, it was just simple time with the family, man. Unfortunately, I mean, not a lot of it was spent uh, really off. I, I actually had to work most of the days. I had to work all the way up to uh, Christmas Eve. But after that, I did get the day off and spent time with the family and got some nice some nice treats along with that. I really didn't get anything in the way of <laughs> comics, but uh, that's okay. I but, mean, you know, hey, you know, that's why I always go to my local store anyway. I mean, yeah, it's, it's going. It's like going to Christmas practically every Wednesday anyway, so it doesn't really matter to me. <laughs> <laughs> so it's like, yeah, but it, it was a, it was definitely a fun time, and I can tell you, amazingly, it was much more of an improvement this year over last year. I can tell you that. That's good. That is that. That's that's never a bad thing. Um. Yeah. So. You want to dive into mind management? Yeah, definitely. And um, and I can tell you right now, I definitely loved your interview with Matt Kent, dude. It was just uh, yeah. If you if you haven't listened awesome. to the interview from last month, it was with Matt Kent, the creator of Mind Management from Dark Horse. And um, I, w- I want to first off just start off this episode talking about this book is so good, and what we were able to read and what we are reviewing are the first five issues plus issue zero. Yeah. But we didn't get issue six. And what's the significance of issue six? Well, the significance of issue six is it's basically the very conclusion of the story. See, the, fir- um, of the fir- mind management arc. is divided into round about six or seven issue story arcs. Now, the first one is called The Manager, and that's the one that we were reading. It's basically issues zero through six. Unfortunately, we only got zero through five. Which is <laughs> totally cool because now... You know, I'm I'm jumping for more, and I'm definitely going to be buying the rest of the series. Yeah, you're definitely jumping for more. I already know what happens in the next issue because, unfortunately, I have to spoil myself like that. But yeah, so I know what the big reveal is at the end of the uh, at the end of the entire story arc. But what was good about this was this seven issue, give or take, yeah, seven issue because zero through six, seven yeah. issues. This was his initial pitch to Dark Horse when he was wanting to do this new idea. And one thing that's significant about mind management people, this was his first foray into doing a single issue monthly kind of series. Before that, he just did simply original graphic novels, yeah, which is an entirely different way of going about things. It's like almost as different as night and day because, you know, you have a different schedule to follow. You have different things to, to go with. So something like this was a big leap forward for him. Yeah, and, and you also, I love the story. There are a lot of other issues that goes with, um, you know, monthly monthly ones because you don't know if it's 
you're going to continue or not. You don't know if it's going to be like a hard cut. You don't know if they're going to be like, okay, wrap it up in three issues. Exactly. Uh, or, or you don't even know if they're going to be like, you know what? We want 100 more issues. Uh, <laughs> probably exactly. not Probably not that much. But they'll be like, yeah, no, we want another 12, 12, arc, uh, 12 issue arc. Exactly. So, and, oh, you can tell he went all out with this particular <laughs> he went all out with this yeah. particular first uh story arc right here oh yes definitely in a nutshell let's just give you a little particular right now my yeah. management basically think of this it is a super secret agent society that operates all around the world and operates with its spy uh people people that have very powerful psychic abilities and we're talking like insane psychic abilities we're talking like pretty much Every single one of them has the power of Professor X, if not even if not even crazier. Yeah, 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 yeah. They're they're limited, kind of. It, it depends. You know, yeah, some are more true. powerful than others. Some yeah. just have basic little little uh, tiny powers about them that can do one thing or another. Others have very significant powers, like Henry Lyme, for instance. They're yeah. their greatest agent, or the two people that are following them throughout the issues. Exactly. And the funny <laughs> thing is, is they're actually a subdivision of my management that are called the Immortals, who amazingly have been able to cheat death. So let's talk about the first issue. The first issue is kind of a little bit of world building. We get to kind of meet and get a feel for our heroine, uh, yeah. Meru. Yeah, Meru Marlowe. And she is one thing. Awesome, I I love that character and oh she's if, amazing. If you listen to the interview from last uh, from the last episode, um, I kind of just geek gasm about uh, as he was describing Meru. I was like, that sounds like one of the coolest coolest heroines in comics, and I love it. Um, and you know, I had a feeling you'd really be into her, dude. I really did. Oh, she's <laughs> fucking fantastic! Like she, this, it's like the comic book character I've always wanted in a comic, and. Uh, smart and somebody who's just kind of just aware and you know has, has aware no... but at the same time not so aware because remember she true. it seems she's aware but at the same time she's not sure what she's aware of yeah it's like things just kind of like you know bump in her exactly but but she's driven and she's just, and she's kind of fearless and she's just kind of like okay and just it, it, it it's weird it's weird to describe her and um yeah, I, I I love her character, and I love just she's very passionate. She's very driven about what she wants to get done. I like I like how he introduced her. So she's this very successful journalist who um, has one best selling book that best sold like years and years ago. So. Yeah, and it's all about um, all of these old case files that were never ever um, yeah cold case files that were never solved. Yeah. never never really solved. So she kind of and she would just kind of figure the case, them out. Basically. Yeah. That right there, and then she's going straight towards a kind of like finding this whole conspiracy of this one plane. Uh, there was this one flight where everybody just kind of amnesia kinda flight. Everybody amnesia. developed amnesia. They don't even know what happened. They're entirely forgetful of their of their their family of who like they are. Like one of those tragic, fucking, and most terrifying things ever. Especially when, like, a couple years ago, we had a whole plane just kind of disappear. Uh, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so when you when you see things like that, you see a lot of parallels, and you can't think, wow, man, it gets kind of <laughs> spooky when you look at these kind of particulars. Yeah. And, well, we won't reveal what caused the great uh, amnesia thing, because you actually have to read the story for yourself. Yeah. But in the book, they reveal who did it and what reason really was behind why the person did it. 
It's more about Meru really trying to get to the bottom of this whole thing and trying to crack the case. It's like trying to crack another. Well, and an, also another, another, it also feels like you know. that she's trying to figure something else about herself. That she's that something yeah. that there's something about her that she's just kind of like I don't know why this happens. And it's obviously kind of her figuring things out. I'm guessing is what. Well, it and is. that just goes back to my entire we didn't thing. Get, we didn't get answers in the first five issues, and that's why I no. need to keep reading <laughs> well well i know the answer but you know that's just me but um well i just read it today because know. you know i've been working and starting a new job and i mean i read what six issues and like yeah you plowed through real fast less than an hour and, and that's, that, and that's in, one and that's one of the things for me and that's one of the things that's a real uh positive about this book is it it reads by real fast yeah, i mean I didn't almost wanna... as soon as you pick it up you're already through the book i feel like like we've only had like i mean i've loved every single comic that we've oh yeah read and like reviewed like i, I love yeah. every single one of them but i feel like the, the the three that i've not been able to kind of put down were like elephant men this one yes and um uh, Midnight Tiger. Yes. You know, I feel yes. like those three, I've just, I you didn't plow through them so fast. You were like, you were done as soon as you picked it up. I know. And so it's refreshing to get another one and it just, and defining these things. And I've been reading more and more comics now and it's easier for me. Yeah. And, um, you know, it, it, I feel like my, my speed of reading. What, yeah. what is it? What would, what's the word? I guess. I don't know. Anyway, no, I'm always, I, I know what you're talking about, but I don't think I know the exact term. You're I've always about. been a slow reader because I always get distracted or I'm yeah. always I'm always paying attention to like, you know, periods and pair, you know, and, uh, you know, parentheses and stuff like that. Or like yeah. Symbols and stuff like that and shiny things. So um, you're looking at the nuts real, and bolts more than the overall or the real world is really distracting, yeah. too. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, I just I'm so happy that this book was one of the ones where I just couldn't put down and um it's, and, and it's an ongoing, you know, Midnight Tiger. We only got three issues, and it's just—it's so sad. It's coming back. It is coming back. But yes. but I wanted more. I know. And then Elephant Man. I'm still reading it. You know, I, I'm still I'm still reading it. It's oh, yeah, still fantastic. Up. So I guess that's not really in the same thing in the same boat. But I'm glad to have another one, uh, especially since Elephant Man is, is ending, and then this this ends, and then we can find a new book that or new oh, yeah. uh, issue because we've done a lot of graphic novels. We've well, mostly done graphic novels, I feel. Well, I well, one thing I am going to have to correct you on is my management actually ended at issue 35. It actually ended at issue 35. Oh, I know, 35. but it was, it was still an ongoing. But it was still now. an ongoing. Yeah, so it's like that's we, all I meant. I mean, it was like, that's basically, if you think about it, that's like a two and a half to three year run on a book, which in this day and age in comics, that's something to be remarkable about. Especially for somebody who did the art and write. Exactly. Stuff. This is something that I think is also a great strength about this book is Matt Kent not only did the writing, which is phenomenal, by the way, but he actually did the artwork to it, too. Not many books out there, you can say, have the writer and the artist doing the exact same thing. Yeah. Especially when you look at some of those crazy covers like the one you're looking at right oh, there. Oh, the covers are awesome. Oh, I, I love those covers. I really like the art. Um, it's very, very, very different. Um, the art in this book makes it kind of look like an old, just an old independent comic book. You, you know, can tell he de- you can tell he definitely he you can tell he definitely dabbled in the watercolors with this. Yes. And I thought it was great looking at it like that. I'll tell I you love I'll tell you right the now the look of this book. An initial criticism I had of looking at the book, it grew on me toward the end. My initial criticism, though, was thinking like, God, why can't we have a more like, uh, 
like a, a more detailed. polished kind of detailed kind of artwork and everything, which, you know, I think naturally anybody who's read comics as much as I have, you would have that criticism. And believe it or not, it is a common criticism of the book, even still to this day, that, you know, I, why, why, why isn't the artwork all polished and everything? But at the same time, I'm almost thinking like, you know what? It's almost like you're under the control of some kind of mind management drug. Exactly. <laughs> so you're looking at something through kind of like a, a tunnel vision almost. It's weird because it's detailed and it, and it, it could definitely definitely be pol- like not I'm not trying to say like it could be polished. I'm just saying it was very detailed and intentionally yes. made to look like oh, this is polished but then it's all but then like at, but I don't I don't know how to describe it. Like he has the talent, Ru- obviously. There's, there's it, a ru- it, it's right there, but for some reason, he made it look rougher, and I love yeah, it. exactly. It's like, it's before your very eyes right there, but he intentionally made it look maybe hazier or rougher. Yeah. Whatever, I, however you want to really it's, term it. it. It's like, it's like, um, and, and as I read it, like, people kind of, things just kind of didn't look like the same size, and it's just like different, exactly. different perceptions. That's what it is. There was a lot of disproportionality, it was too, awesome. and I think that was great. And yeah. it wor- and you know what? It really, really works, especially... Um, it was very there, unconventional. There's chase very... scenes. You know, they're, yes. they're, they're running away from people, and, you know, like, you're, you're seeing these, like, a motorcycle, and all these things are being, you know, you know different proportions and exactly. whatnot. Exactly. And it really works, and it really brings you know it really brings the intensity into the pa- into the panels. Oh um, yeah, which I again I think is absolutely brilliant, and it's all of his expressions, it's all of his emotions as writing you know writing not only just writing it, but doing the art and for people to see what he sees. Oh yeah, and yeah, definitely, and uh, you you just can't help but be in. in enraptured by this particular world that he has created here with this particular imagery it's just it grabs a hold of you you may not like it at first but it'll grow on you it grew on me i could i i I can honestly say now i would not have the art uh, polished any other way than what it is now yeah because i think it would take away from the story actually i i i I think it would take away from the story if you tried to have it somewhat more polished i don't know if it would take away from the story i think what it would be is just you wouldn't feel like, like you're under some kind of like, like you're under like a MK Ultra or something like no, that. No, you, you yeah, well, I mean you wouldn't feel like kind of like Meru who's just kind of like Exactly. trying to figure things out. Things are not correct. Things are not looking well. People are forgetting stuff on a flight for no reason whatsoever. And then they're being chased yeah. by immortal people. I know it's things are just kind of hectic and it's just kind of hard to see, you know. Or you're and, going around the world to various locations yeah. whether it's Mexico or Zanzibar, or she to... sees things differently because you know yeah. of, of all the cold case files and stuff. Look exactly. at this, we're freaking this stuff out. I know. Oh my I god, know. it's like it's like real like read comics and we it's talk per- about it's, perce- it's perception. If anything, this <laughs> this story is more about how one perceives things than anything else. Yeah. I mean, just look. I mean, just look at what that big reveal of Henry Lyme was at the end of issue five, right there. That you know he supposedly had this whole life going on with a what he thought was a loving wife and all that, that yeah. he thought it was all an image. And yet maybe it, maybe it wasn't at all. And of course, you know, when he loses it, well, that's when the real crazy stuff and the great grand conspiracy happens that culminated in the amnesia flight of which, you know, we get Meru and everything, yeah. but of course we can't reveal too much, but it's all linked. Don't reveal it. I don't, I don't want to be spoiled. So <laughs> it's all, it, it, it's all linked. In other words, everything. That's one thing that's also good about Matt Kent as well. 
if you think there might be a chance that there may be a uh, maybe it might be a plot hole or something that coming, he comes back to patch it for you almost instantaneously. Oh, he does. He, awesome. He comes back and he he ba- he basically paints over the entire what you would consider a plot hole, and he and he basically he connects all the the, the loose pieces all together. Interviewing him was so awesome, and he is a I'm very. St- I, I am still so jealous of you, dude. <laughs> I am really jealous. He, he's a very intellectual just genuine person and you just he he just talking to him i could just be like man this guy has like five thoughts going on in his head yeah he really does and he's working so hard and everything that he does and works on and makes it's just like the rate of it is insane this guy's a machine but um but he but he has emotions and can convey them which it doesn't make him a machine yeah he's a, <laughs> he's a boss man he's a boss at what he does he is he is a mind management really is his uh is his grandest work to date oh and in, i cannot in my, in my wait to read his new series so um oh i know especially yeah if anything mind management really showed that he has the knack to really handle the monthly kind of issues. Oh, and that's yeah. what I want. I definitely want to see more of that out of him. It's not that. It's not that that he can handle it. Is the thing is that he can excel at it. He yeah. He, he can finally like, you know, and kind of what he was talking about is just a little bit more world building. Um, lots of world building. It's just that's that's what it is. It's so much free reign, and you can and you can challenge yourself by. You know, limiting you know story, and then making you know, and then more about character development, or you know, limiting character development to make this you know huge story in this huge world. And there's so much things you can do as you have an ongoing series, and kind of just fluctuate as to what you want to focus on and what arc. So, and what I also loved about this particular thing too, he relied a whole lot upon history. He relied on a lot of history. Yeah. Absolutely. In, the, in this particular work. Oh, yeah. And as you read every single issue, they have two different cases at the beginning, which is usually in the past. And then you yeah. have one that's kind of in the present-ish yeah. um, at the end. And it's really interesting and cool. Like, you know, they don't – as in the first five issues, they didn't have the any – The chronology isn't to- – well, actually, no. Let me say it isn't totally chronological. There's a lot of skipping back and forth. It's almost like watching your traditional um, – uh, what's the name? Director back in the day, JFK. Uh, Oliver Stone. It's Oliver almost Stone. like it's, it's yeah. almost like looking at an Oliver Stone movie is what it is. Huh. And it's like yeah. I and I, I I totally enjoyed that kind of feel about this particular story right here, back and forth, back and forth. And then Kent, man, you're amazing that you just are able to uh, totally um, plow over those plot holes that you think we're waiting to see them and point something out to you, and yet you point it out to us, and then you have everything linked up. It's just amazing. <laughs> it, it 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 all makes sense. It's true. Um. So. We we talked about Meru Meru. Um, what what do you think about her as a character? I got to talk. Yeah, I don't think I got. Yours. She's definitely she definitely fits the mold of a good strong female character that is definitely needed in more stories nowadays, and she definitely fills that role. But at the same time, we also get the set. But given that that she is a strong female character, she's also not a Mary Sue because she she may have the idea that you know she's onto something but she doesn't have all the answers either. I mean, you and know, she is definitely not the best at what she does. And I mean, obviously she worked very hard to get to where she was 
exactly in journalism so exactly so it's like you know she doesn't seem to be all off the bat like totally perfect in fact when we get to her in the story she's basically at economic wits end i mean she's almost about on the streets actually she's yeah she's almost there yeah yeah i mean she's you know she's beloved and she's you know like and she's renowned but but she's still not doing well well, financially that that was the funny thing is that you know she's chasing the story because she wants to make her new best-selling book because her other best-selling book that cold case file book was like two or three years in the past and she seems to her popularity on that seems to have weaned out it's like oh and yeah money you know and you know you can't ride that money train you know and you can't ride that money he, he, she can't rest on her laurels she's not lo- you know she, he, it's not like lois lane she's she's more realistic because exactly. journalists exactly. oh my god don't make that much money exactly <laughs> um, that's a more realistic thing so you know what it's like yeah she is good at what she does but at the same time she definitely she definitely is flawed yeah and i love that but what you also love about her and i i, I know i've already said it twice now she realizes that there's something bigger afoot here with this whole thing. She can't point it out, but she sees it. Yeah. She senses it. She's like, yeah, something is going on here. I can't sense it, but something is going on here. I have here. a feeling that it's a power. And, and, it, and it goes into it, – it, it's all revealed in issue six. You need to read issue well, six. Well, I want issue that. six, and I'm going to buy it on Comixology right now because I, I literally read the book, read yeah. the five issues, yeah. six issues, and then yeah. – we start recording. So, yeah. and trust me, um, when you and anybody else who's listening to this, when you read that sixth issue, you will see probably the biggest WTF thing that Kent wrote yeah. in the entire darn story. Oh, that's I'm, so not, cool. I'm not even kidding. That's awesome. Um, so, you know, we talked about this. Did you have anything else to say about uh, about my management? It's one of those kind of things that you're going to have to be patient with. If you're not used, if you're used to traditional type stories yeah. that have typical beginnings, middles, and ends, this is not that kind of book. Yeah, it's is, a lot more sophisticated it's than that. So intellectual, and I recommend it to anybody who's really into the spy or espionage genre because that would definitely fit in with what you have. I wouldn't even say noir. The way a little bit. Uh, there's a little bit of noir there. Yeah, now that I think about, it, especially in the Zanzibar scenes. Yeah. And, and yeah, there, there, there's definitely a little bit of that. So if you like Nor, you're definitely going to be into that. I would suggest it. I wouldn't suggest it to a novice comic book reader because you'd probably get a little confused. I think. Yeah. Because it's definitely not your run of the mill type of comic. This is def. This definitely breaks, breaks, breaks a lot of barriers. You know, I think it's something that's I'll for the more sophisticated. That. But at the same time, if you're a fan of those kind of things. I highly suggest reading it. Yeah, uh, you know, I agree because I have like five comics that I really think people should read as their first comics. Like Scott Pilgrim's in there. Yeah, and um, you know, but and I think that like the second one would be the second tier would be this Fable. Yeah, this and Fables, and um, I can see that. I can see that. You know, I I don't know what else, and I would say that like you, you, socks- you do agree with me though oh, that and- like. For someone that's first getting into comics, would this would this be something that you would recommend to somebody first getting into comics? This would be second tier. Yeah, you yeah, would, you, would got... you would you would need to read a little bit more, I think, before you would start to get to that point. I would say that this, okay, so like first tier would be like Scott Pilgrim, like for indie comics. Scott sure. Pilgrim, Bone, um, anything by Gene Luen Yang, like American Born yeah. Chinese and whatnot, um, Boxers and Saints, um, and then I would say second tier, or then first tier would also be Invincible. By Robert oh Kirkman. yeah, and then second tier would be Walking Dead and Definitely. Mind Management and Fables. Oh yeah, that's what I would say yeah. because really want to kind of get used to one thing panels and stuff like that because in this one 
um, I don't know if you noticed a lot. There's no brackets in the panels. No, sometimes, no. sometimes, and so it, it's really cool. And how you read this, and for me, I think it's because we are seasoned. It flows. Yeah, this comic it does has flow. a this comic has a flow to it. A very big flow which to it. Actually, I don't think that we've actually had a book like that yet this year. No, we've really not. That's what was that was probably what stood out to me more than anything was its structure. It flows. It's unconventional, yet it flows. It had. It's like saga. Exactly. I could. I. I. I totally was thinking. What other kind of book have we seen that before? And yeah, it is like saga. Yeah. It's, Amazing. Um, for me, it's like saga and then Yojimbo a little bit. Yeah. Yeah. I could see Yojimbo a little bit in there. Um. Sure. But you know, so great book. I, I cannot recommend this enough. I. This is like the perfect way to end last year, even though it's this month. Um, oh yeah. Ever since we started doing the show, everybody was telling us to do mind management, and yeah. I am so happy to do it. Um, right. And if I, I, I can't say I cannot suggest this book anymore than I, you know, than we've said. <laughs> oh, I know, I know. It's it, it's one of it's one of those that definitely it not only challenges you to think a whole lot, but quite honest, dude, it is a total mind bleep. <laughs> it is a total mind bleep. Yes, yeah, I know. That's exactly what the story is. I feel like this is everything that heroes wanted to be. <laughs> you know what? I am willing. I'm willing to actually agree with you that I think this is everything heroes wishes it could have been. Yeah, exactly. I honestly think that. I honestly think this story, with what Matt Kent wrote, I think this is exactly what the writers of Heroes wanted heroes to be. Yep. Oh man. Which that's really saying something actually. <laughs> yeah. Okay, before we go, um I mean I don't have anything else to say about the book because it's just it's fantastic. Read it, buy it. Um support and be, and, and be, and be patient with the art. Yes. Be patient with the art. Even though it doesn't like I said it doesn't look polished, that doesn't necessarily detract detract from the story. In fact, in our opinion, I think it just adds to it. Yeah. Um, you know, if you're listening to this podcast, obviously you've read comics before, so go ahead and jump into it. If you haven't read comics and you're listening to this, well, you're awesome, and thank you for listening in. Um, you know, maybe check it out. Go on Comicsology, buy the first issue. Yeah. If, if it's not that, I, I promise you, read some other comics that you know that we've suggested over. Yeah, the, exactly. We, we've suggested stuff, but I I always do suggest um, Bone. I think Bone is a great way to get into independent comics. Um, or you know, and then just a couple other things, boxers and saints and stuff like that. Um, or and I, I highly suggest Invincible by Robert Kirkman. Yeah, get into one of those, and then reread that issue, or this issue again of Mind Management, and it'll, it'll everything will change because it, <laughs> it it is such a good story, and this is such a good comic. You see a lot of the, the inspirations of all those stories. It's just this 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 comic is about emotion, and it and it exceeds at it you know it exceeds at give at just throwing all these emotions at you and intellect and you know, and like intellectualness and stuff exactly and sophistication before we go i want to talk about this is a new year so new year new us no <laughs> i take that back <laughs> we have a fantastic year ahead of us and so we're going to call this a new season it'll be season two which is going to be starting in february pretty much what we're going to do is is do a skip month as and then have that the next month be the, uh, a new mm -hmm. season yeah um we have um, I'm not gonna spoil it, but we have somebody big, somebody very awesome uh, next month. So, so go ahead and look out for that. We, I'm very excited and very nervous at the exact same time. I was very nervous for this, you know, yeah. for this interview. We we've, oh, yeah. we had a fantastic year last year. I mean, Chris Ryle. We had. I mean, we we interviewed 
a lot of fantastic people. Yeah, we did. We and really did. Richard Starkings. Oh, we Starkings had, was probably the one that I'm probably the most jealous of. But I yes. mean, <laughs> and we had we had some great, just fun interviews with some amazing people who I want to be huge and successful, like yeah. Joey Brown, um, or now Joey Foster. Uh, you know, Nick Marino yep, and everything. Nick Marino. But this, this this year is going to be awesome. And I'm so excited, and I want to spoil some of the comics that we have, but I, yeah. I can't yet. One of them's whole, the one coming up in March is hilarious and awesome, and you know them, uh, you know them if you've listened to our podcast. So I'm excited yeah. for that. Um, anyway, that's pretty much all I want to say. This is gonna be one of the longest of our episodes, really. Of, yeah, pretty of round much. Table, so yeah, we usually don't usually don't go this long, but. Hey, you know, it's we a new year. talk about the new year. It's a new year, and that's the way we're going, 2017. Yeah, it's, a, it's a season sign-off is what this is. Exactly. So, bigger bigger, and better. Thank you guys so much for listening in. Uh, you can check out other shows and offerings on iTunes, and also we have our website, thegrandgeekgathering.com. Go ahead, subscribe, rate, and review us. You can contact, contact us on our site. And to stay updated, like us on Facebook, follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and we're also on YouTube, and we stream on Twitch TV. Uh, this this show has been brought to you by the Grand Geek Gathering Network. Join the gathering. And also to find mind management, go to Comixology, Dark Horse. Go to your local, go to your comic, local comic book, book shop. shop. We highly support local comic book stores. And music has been provided by bensound.com. Have a wonderful week in the rest of this month. And GGG! Mind management. Wow! Woo! <laughs> Woo! <laughs>